0: Welcome everyone to another episode of Spooky AF. My name is Rob, and today I'm also joined by my co-host, Suze. Hello. Today we are going to be looking at the infamous uh, Hellfire Club in Dublin. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, it's a pretty cool place actually. For anyone that doesn't know, in the Dublin mountains, on Montpellier Hill, a place called the Hellfire Club. It's basically this really spooky place that people will kind of tell you it's full of satanic rituals and don't go there because it's dangerous and scary and then you have other people that bring their dogs there for walk um
1: people like you yeah
0: yeah um <laughs> i i like to think that that i'm kind of with regards to this i'm definitely more in the dog walker territory than the um i'm afraid of walking around this building cuz the devil's here territory yeah yeah i i'm 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 fine with this place Uh, It's also a very nice location, and it's also just a weird-looking building. Starting off, it used to be called Montpellier Hill. I believe it might still actually be called that. But there was this kind of ancient passage grave with stones stacked on top. So for anyone that doesn't know Ireland, particularly around the kind of more mountainy, hilly areas, there's quite a few passage graves, um, kind of like dotted all throughout the landscape. For anyone that doesn't know what a passage grave is, basically just this round ring or mound kind of in the hill that has generally been used as a burial place in ancient times. We're talking like Neolithic, so like 5,000 years ago approximately. And that is the extent that I'm going to go into that with my archaeology degree, because I would be afraid that I will say something else that is just inherently untrue. There was a passage tomb there. And as I say, there was one, because around 1725, William Connolly, one of probably the wealthiest men in Ireland, I think at the time, decided, you know what? That passage grave has been there long enough. It's time for me to build a hunting lodge. Uh, So
1: that's the kind of good juju you need, is to break open and through an ancient burial site to build a hunting lodge. Yeah, for
0: sure. Like classic kind of 18th century landowner shenanigans going on there. And there's kind of reports that Connolly not only destroyed the cairn but also while he was building the lodge noticed that one of the stones from the cairn was the absolute perfect size for the lintel for his fireplace so he just decided that not only was he going to destroy a grave but he was also going to use parts of the grave for his fireplace oh jesus that is that is some some peak colonialist shit it really is and like not only are you you know starting off with, you know, pissing off, you know, like, I i wouldn't imagine for those that believe in God that he'd be particularly pleased with this. These sort of shenanigans. Right. But you're also pissing off pagan gods because th- this is an ancient burial site. Like, you're not pissing off, like, you know, our our typical kind of Christian god. You're going well into, like, pagan gods and they don't fuck about.
1: No, not at so all. So
0: he had this big kind of massive fireplace, gravestone used as the lintel. Um, really, kind of, really cool guy. Uh, definitely not problematic at all. place <laughs> seemed to kind of go okay for the moment. It kind of, it was used as a, a place to kind of meet and kind of real, just kind of like lads club sort of thing, which was kind of the, the whole thing back then. At one point, the roof was blown off the lodge during a storm. The locals were pretty certain that that was spirits seeking revenge for the Karen's destruction. Um, I can buy that. Yeah, and from what I can gather, that seems to be the first kind of uh, venture into maybe there's something paranormal going on here it could also just be the fact that it's in the dublin mountains and there was a storm but you know for those that were kind of more well, invested they say it was spirits
1: yeah and I, th- I think i think we can also lean into the spooky the spooky angle
0: yeah, here i you know what i'm gonna say yeah definitely i think if you're desecrating a passage grave you're a piece of shit And you deserve to be. You're asking for trouble. Hundred percent. So after Connolly's death, he. uh, This is the thing. He didn't get to enjoy the club that long. Like he built it in 1725, and yeah, Mm -hmm. I think he had like literally like less than ten years, and then he died.
1: All right. I don't think
0: there was anything particularly spooky about his death, but maybe we can look into it. He died, Mm. and that was it. He's gone out of the picture now. The lodge was sold. This is where it became a meeting place for what became the Irish Hellfire Club. Oh, so good. yeah this club was founded in seventeen thirty five by Richard Parsons this lad apparently was actually like well known for dabbling in black magic he was just like fully on board with the black magic Perfect. Yeah. he strolls in here and is like yeah this place is perfect for us we're gonna call it the Hellfire Club they had a few locations across Dublin, but I think this was their favorite they mm-hmm. were kind of using this spot for all sorts of kind of shenanigans the,
1: Leave it to wealthy white men to to be so bored that they then dabble in black magic because like no, no poor person is dabbling in black magic. No, one hundred
0: percent not. um and if that poor oh. person is dabbling in black magic, they they are motivated by something else, yeah, it's yeah, different it's not, it's not boredom so no. and as the 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 site that I'm using says, uh they were known for amoral behavior and debauchery, including alcohol and sex.
1: Well, Yeah,
0: so just the absolute height of debauchery right there. Yep.
1: Drinking and and orgies. this is
0: it. There was kind of like a lot of secrecy around the club, which I guess, to play devil's advocate, yeah. (laughs) I know what I said. Yeah. (laughs) To play (laughs) devil's advocate. Like, the secrecy around the club, that's not really too surprising at this time. I don't know a huge amount about this period of history, but from what I understand, kind of gentlemen's clubs and things like that were fairly commonplace for the wealthy like the wealthy class yeah um, so yeah they, they were quite secretive and i think that kind of led to more kind of speculation around why are these men going up into the Dublin mountains at night to go to their lodge and no one is kind of invited
1: when really we we know it was because of booze and fucking
0: yeah basically and probably each other like let's be honest like, that's oh yeah probably why they wanted a secret place yeah so the, the kind of with the club being so secretive a lot of people started speculating that the members were satanists and devil, devil worshippers. and the president of the club himself was named the king of hell so <laughs> he, he really started leaning into this and he apparently dressed like satan and used to wear wings and had horns and hooves. Wow. Yeah, clearly these guys were getting a bit of bit of flack here. Why don't we just lean into this? Yeah. Uh, it's definitely an approach. I don't know if it's the approach that I would take.
1: I, I feel like it, it might be the approach I would take. It, so- it, sounds, it sounds something like that Contrarian
0: Sue's would do. You absolutely would. I could completely see you <laughs> naming yourself the king of hell
1: yeah, exactly. and I would be the King of Hell for sure,
0: yeah, hundred percent. yeah. 100%, yeah. No, 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 yeah this is in your case, this is not a gender specific term. You are the King of Hell.
1: I am the King of Hell, yeah, no, that's that's mad. So they were like, so they were being debauched up there. and then they were and so is there any evidence for, like the black magic side of things or
0: so this is where it kind of I, I don't want to say no. There's no evidence at all. Um, mm-hmm. But no, okay. <laughs> there's no evidence at all. So it's it's more so speculation. And I think the fact that that these lads were very clearly leaning into it. Right. So I, I think there's no disputing. They, they did refer to him as the king of hell and all that sort of stuff. Like they, they did lean into that sort of stuff. So yeah. that did happen. And they even went so far as to kind of at their kind of their table where they'd meet at every meeting. They'd, they'd also set a place for Satan himself. Because they were like, he might come along as well. They were apparently like very much so, kind of leaning into let's get, um, let's get the, the devil in here. Um, he can like really up our numbers. He Can up our number? Yeah.
1: <laughs> the devil. That's what's going to increase membership.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. It's like that. Um, the film Project X. Have you ever seen? Oh that? my
1: god! Oh, have I seen Project X? Of course.
0: Yeah, I, I heard Kanye made an appearance.
1: You heard Kanye made an appearance.
0: um so i i think that's what they were leaning into you know i
1: hear satan came yeah satan was there
0: basically so yeah i think that's kind of what they were going into and then on top of this they did the usual you know all would wear uh black cloaks and they'd have Mm. black masses in the lodge with hats and all that
1: oh perfect
0: and apparently cats were sacrificed Um, oh no
1: that's not great
0: allegedly there also were servants sacrificed but i literally couldn't find anything else about that
1: actually more upset about the cat sacrifice than i was
0: (laughs) yeah i knew i knew that would resonate with you more maybe i should have started with servants um (laughs) yeah cats were apparently sacrificed and allegedly servants as well but again not really any evidence to this
1: yeah just kind of hearsay
0: yeah and then at some point the lodge was set on fire and now some people speculate that the Hellfire Club themselves may have done it to make it seem more hellish.
1: They decided to torch their own building.
0: Yeah, it was a it was an insurance job, like an inside job. Yeah. I can picture them all like coming up in black cloaks being like, right guys, tonight's the night.
1: We got we got to, this place has gotta go up like a motherfucker, like
0: yeah. These fucking <laughs> idiots think that we're wearing these black cloaks, you know, to uh be all like devilish and all that. Uh, Wait till we show them. Yeah, really what it is. They all take off their black cloaks and they've all been holding jerry cans filled with fuel walking up this yes. mountain. And they're just let it burn.
1: And, and and you know they're so into it and they're like, oh, this is really going to get us the reputation that we want. Yeah. And so many people just don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, c-
0: couldn't care less. And they're all progressively like, hyping each other up more. Like, I, I could totally see a bunch of lads, which by the way, as soon as a bunch of men get together we all turn into a bunch of absolute children we turn into 14 year olds again and and so
1: so this is just this is them like the 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 um the the ultimate manifestation of this is is them burning down the hellfire club just for shits and gigs
0: 100 percent. i can see this only for my wife i could totally see a circumstance where if a bunch of guys were to come over here and i was around them long enough over the weekend i'd just be like you know what fuck it let's burn the house
1: yeah. <laughs> i have to ask my husband to see, see if that's because I, I bet he'll say yeah that, i bet he'll say it's the same it's the same yeah. thing
0: i can almost guarantee that he will confirm pretty much verbatim what i've just said um, <laughs> so yeah these lads were probably hyping themselves up and were probably like let's Let's do this. Let's burn the club. Let's make it rock. hell. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, we'll blame it on God. And if it works out really well, we'll just say Satan helped us out. like Like a G.
1: Satan was on our
0: side. Yeah, basically. The, when you look into like the, the, the members uh, of, of who were there, it kind of paints a picture of the sort of people that were going. For example, the first Earl of Ross, the fourth Baron uh, Barry of Santry, Lord Earnham, and Colonel Henry Ponsonby.
1: So just a bunch of motherfuckers.
0: Yeah, yeah. They... They really knew what they were doing there. Also discovered something I might actually try that they gave to us. They apparently were mad into this specific drink called Skelting, which is a mixture of whiskey and hot butter.
1: That actually sounds incredible.
0: Yeah. When I read it initially, I was kind of going, no, uh, I don't know about that. But I've come back around to it now.
1: Yeah, that's like, that's, that just reminds me of like
0: recipes for butterbeer. That's exactly it. So, yeah, it's. I might have to try that.
1: Oh, no, we have to try that. That is the drink we have to have.
0: Absolutely. The Yeah, so the Hellfire Club burnt down. There's the whole thing saying that they did it themselves. Uh, there's another story I found online that says that it was actually our boy William Conley's, yep. uh, who we mentioned at the start. His son apparently refused to renew the lease on the lodge, and it might have been burnt down as a result. Or I think my personal favorite story is that uh, after a black mass happened, a footman allegedly spilled drink on one of the member's coats. Yeah. And the member was so annoyed that one of the the working class might have spilled something on him that he retaliated by pouring brandy on him and then lighting him on fire.
1: Oh, that is... This is why we need to eat the rich. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jeez, that that, that is the best story.
0: Yeah, it it was literally just, yeah, uh, I, I can't believe... Uh, the working class has touched me, so I'm gonna light them on fire with brandy.
1: See, yeah, the, see, the, this the whole Hellfire Club history is them this is people taking the occult and making it, making it elite and making it yep. out of out of touch, which is just it's so against what the actual occult is and oh. who it represents. 100
0: percent yeah so club burnt down rather than rebuilding it they were basically just why don't we just move somewhere else so they basically just moved yep. down the hill uh kill steward's house pretty much after okay. this their activities kind of declined or they leaned more into the secrecy and are still um active satanists to this day and have just decided to you know uh freemasons or illuminati style go into the the background
1: see i I almost don't believe that that is possible because if you're thinking about like the wealthy white, like 30 year old of today, and there is zero chance that he would be involved in something that he wasn't like spouting off about to his friends or on social media or something, there would be like TikToks of them doing black masses.
0: I just pictured some like crypto bro, just like yes, also with like fucking pentagrams on the floor around him.
1: Uh, absolutely
0: like they basically do that for elon musk anyway so yeah uh, yeah so
1: I, I i would lean into them the the occult stuff has has ceased yeah that's fair just just from just from being around wealthy white men and their habits
0: yeah that's fair that's fair they've moved on from worshiping the devil to worshiping daddy elon Oh God! Yeah, grim. Yeah, that's
1: so much more grim than them. Like, I would, I, I would say that the servant sacrifices are somehow less
0: grim than them worshiping Elon Musk. Just, just worship the devil. Just
1: yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Just worship the devil. Just, just be a classic devil worshiper. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that.
1: No, there's 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 a nice history that goes with that. You can I'm willing to listen to your reasons on why you're doing it. Like.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I, I, I respect them more than the other option.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, 100%. So yeah, that's kind of the, the history of Flo- Hellfire Club. Now, uh, naturally, with the club being abandoned and burnt down... I say burnt down, like, it's made of stone. Like, the building is very much so still there. Right. Um, But with it being burnt down and being abandoned, naturally, it's kind of taken on a slightly more, like, spooky air... Mm -hmm. and i think it probably just fueled the stories of shenanigans going on there more because it burnt down in such kind of mysterious circumstances i guess
1: yeah yeah for sure
0: but there, they're kind of there already were stories of hauntings and kind of paranormal activity there for the building burnt down i think probably the best known story which i even heard as a child i'm pretty certain from a family member like uh, allegedly the devil himself just turned up a stranger kind of like rocked up to the club one night when they were all when they were all there. Yeah, they were playing cards and the stranger asked to take part in the card game.
1: You know, I think I've heard this and it, it was the devil. Yeah,
0: exactly. Apparently one of the strangers dropped a card or one of the players dropped a card on the floor. And when he bent down to get the card, the, stra- <laughs> the stranger had like hooves for feet. <laughs> and they were like, oh, Jesus, it's the devil.
1: but then they didn't they continue to
0: play yeah 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 apparently the devil was like anna your grand go on and um they kept playing apparently the devil rocked up in the stereotype cloven sort of uh hooves and probably no horns because let's be honest they probably would have noticed that
1: yeah for sure and no wings i would imagine either
0: yeah so maybe the devil is more closer to like a a greek kind of um, hand figure yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just picturing Danny DeVito now from Hercules, just...
1: <laughs> just rolling in.
0: Just voicing the devil. <laughs> oh, God. Devil drops his card, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, did I drop my <laughs> I dropped my, my my monster condom for my Magnum Dong.
1: And he's just got these little, little tiny legs underneath the table, like, swinging back and forth. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, so the devil turned up, and apparently they just kept playing cards. They were just like, yeah, you finally turned up. You didn't turn up in how we wanted you to, but we'll keep it going anyway. Yeah. So devil was chilling out there. And I, from what I gather, that was kind of it. They were just like, yeah, we're, you know, we played some cards with you. Now you can head off. And he kind of went off about his business, which is funny. Like, (laughs) I think they would, I, I would have hoped that they would have made more of a fuss out of it, but apparently not. Yeah. Apparently, the devil just really likes playing blackjack. I mean, as you, as he would. I would imagine he can sway the odds in his favor fairly easily.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's not a game of cards he's ever properly lost.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, another story, which I think you will probably say will be your favorite one. Okay. There's also a demonic black cat.
1: Oh my god, sign me up.
0: Yeah, so apparently a visitor was staying at a local farmhouse. I'm not sure when this is. I'm assuming it's modern times, though. Or more modern. He decided to rock up to the club, see what the fuss was about. He was found dead the following day. Oh, shit. Yeah. The owner of the farm figured he was murdered. And basically, he was like, right, we need to sort this out. Let's go to where we reckon he was murdered, which must have been the Hellfire Club. Yeah. The owner of the farm rocked up to the lodge and actually brought a priest to them. To be fair, if you think the devil's going to be chilling there, naturally you're going to like, exorcist style bring a priest with you. Oh, for sure. So, allegedly, when they got there, they found that the lodge was set up for a banquet. Oh. I would imagine would immediately set off some alarm bells. Yeah. And not only was it set up for a banquet, but there was a large black cat with horns just strolling around the room. Oh, now that's awesome. (laughs) The priest was having none of this. He retrieved a bottle of holy water from his pocket, as all priests do. And he started doing Mm -hmm. an exorcism. On the room. On the room, and specifically on the cat. Supposedly, his exorcism powers were so powerful that it, and I quote, tore the cat apart. Oh, Jesus. So the cat was exorcised so much that it exploded. Now the cat's ghost is understandably pissed off. So this cat now apparently is like, now I'm staying here. Like a, a cat actually would. I can completely believe that.
1: Oh yeah, that, that would be a cat's vendetta.
0: Yeah, so now this cat prowls the lodge, neighbouring areas, and apparently is just hanging out there now as a cat does. Just being ghost cat, basically.
1: Oh, that's kind of awesome. Does it still have horns?
0: I don't know, actually. I just, all I've seen is large black cat. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe people don't get close enough to it. Like, cats don't usually want you getting too close to them anyway. Um, I would imagine a ghost cat probably also has some trust issues.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, I think that when we make a trip up there, we will de- I will definitely approach ghost cats.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I, 100%. I, I don't like cats, as you know. Yeah, Not I do. for any sort of paranormal reasons. I just don't like them. But I also have the unfortunate, or in this case probably fortunate, issue in that cats love me. And it's a curse. It is absolutely a curse that I wish on no one because I am in a case now where anytime I go to a friend's house or to my mother-in-law's house, who has a few cats, the cats don't respect boundaries. I don't like it. I try to sit there and just ignore them. And they are all about getting my attention.
1: Oh And
0: it's not a fun time.
1: No, I can imagine that.
0: The cats know. They're, They're cats. They know. They know I don't like them. And they're like, yeah, you know what? fuck it you're gonna stay here and we're gonna be really annoying to you for as long as we possibly can (laughs) i feel like if we both went there we'd be some sort of force for the the cat to be like oh shit i better go say hello to these yeah
1: exactly because he'd be drawn to you and then also he would know that i i loved him yeah and so so yeah i think jointly we could we could lure the cat yeah so when was when was this story the cat story was that like the 20th century i think so okay
0: this is kind of, this is one of those things about the Hellfire Club, which is funny. You get a lot of stories uh, about it, but not a lot of dates. Okay. It's kind of, it's one of those things where everyone knows the story, but no one can tell you when it happened. Okay. Yeah. Black Cat is chilling out there. He's just kind of doing his thing there now, apparently. So we have the the sightings of the devil. We have the sightings of this cat. I think just generally a spooky vibe as well, which most people will probably agree.
1: Yeah. There's definitely like some, just a general ambiance of creepy.
0: Yeah, 100%. Also, not saying that there is a connection, but allegedly, one of the the, the founder, uh, Richard Parsons, mm-hmm. he was also grandmaster of the first Irish Freemason Lodge. Oh, that can't be a coincidence. Just gonna leave that there? Yeah. You know, the guy was busy with secret societies, is all I'd say.
1: Yeah, so he, he was trained in the art of the secret society. Yeah,
0: he definitely knows what's up. Moving forward then to my last story of modern hauntings. Yep. Which is something I actually completely forgot about until I was researching this. In October 2010, we're talking Halloween premium time of the year for Spookness. Mm-hmm. There's a radio station in Dublin, uh, FM 104. They used to do this, and maybe they still do, but they had this, uh, like, after, like, late night talk show that would go on. And it was pretty popular. Like, a lot of people would listen to it. Yeah. But every Halloween, they would do a kind of a ghost file-style investigation, but it would be live on air at a location. Cool. Like, I loved this. So I listened to one where they went to Wicklow Jail, which we will talk about uh, at a future episode. Sure. Uh, I think we actually agreed to go there. Yeah, we did. So I'm not too happy about that. <laughs> they also came to the Hellfire Club. Okay. They came to do their investigation. It's all just done as a bit of fun in the run-up to Halloween. It, it's supposed to be just kind of like lighthearted fun with some kind of like little spooks here and there, but nothing kind of too serious. Yeah. So October 2010, they're doing their live broadcast from the Hellfire Club. You could tell that team were a little bit uneasy. I guess people are just a little bit more wary of the devil has showed up here to the ghost of a guy who died in prison is haunting here.
1: Right. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Allegedly, during the broadcast, and I did hear this live at the time, a decomposing head of some unidentified animal was actually dropped down the chimney in the main room that they were all in. <gasps> And it actually, like, caused several team members to scream or shout. And I actually think that one of the main presenters actually, like, threw up.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, I would
0: imagine. So that made people quite uneasy. And then they also brought in a psychic. And he said that he felt uneasy and this, that, and the other. At one point, they were talking. They had to, like, cut to an ad break. And then they came back. And what happened was the psychic said that he felt the sensation of being stabbed. And then blood started appearing on his shirt, even though he wasn't actually cut. Oh, yeah, he got psychic stabbed.
1: He got psychic stabbed. (laughs) Oh, that's creepy.
0: Yeah, that that is pretty creepy. Yeah, psychic stabbing. I don't know if that's more terrifying than regular stabbing.
1: I think it is because because you're 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 just left so bewildered.
0: Yeah, that's definitely more of an attack on the soul. I think. Yeah, that was the peak uh, scariness on the show apparently there was other members of the team kept hearing noises and and things like that Mm -hmm. and then towards the end of the show apparently there was someone made an offhand comment that they kept seeing kids on the hill okay but the security that were present assured them that there were no children there
1: oh okay that that's possibly the creepiest bit
0: yeah do you know what actually i'm gonna agree with you there
1: yeah like the kids running around that's really creepy yeah
0: yeah, so uh, on a tier of scariness for us, it was psychic stabbing. But now that we have ghostly children in, in kind of inserted into this, I think they definitely take the, the top. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think if they were like modern ghostly children, I'm saying modern, like 20th century, I could deal with that. But
1: it's not like crazy Victorian kids.
0: Yeah, thank you. I was about to say, if it was Victorian kids, I'm gone.
1: Yeah, they're in their little white frocks and yep. pantaloons. And yeah, it's it's, it's good, It's good.
0: I don't know how anyone in the Victorian era actually slept, because it must have just been terrifying. I don't know. Uh, the, Victorian, the Victorian era in general, it's, it's a scary time.
1: Yeah as, yeah, as someone with a PhD in Victorian literature, it is. it was a creepy time.
0: Yeah, you, you are the authority on Victorian spookiness.
1: <laughs> it's true.
0: The investigation kind of ended there, and I don't think there's actually been one since. I could be wrong with that, but I I remember listening the year after, and there wasn't one. So
1: they just decided, oh man, so that, that experience just made them stop doing it. I think so. Oh, that's so creepy.
0: Yeah. And then modern day encounters then. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's allegedly voices telling people to get out. There's weird smells, which, look, let's be honest, it's an old building.
1: Yeah, there's going to be weird smells.
0: Yeah, and teenagers definitely still go there at night, probably still drinking and sex, so
1: yes just similar activities just with less devil
0: absolutely so there will be strange smells, but it's still there anyway
1: and we we have to go now
0: we do allegedly there's also shadows that move across the room Mm. people say that they've been scratched others say they've been pinched and then i think someone said they got punched oh jesus but it was invisible hands Oh, God. So someone tussled with a ghost and didn't come out on top. And then other people have said that when they wear a crucifix, which a lot of Irish people of a certain generation do, okay. they've claimed that the crucifix was getting hot and that they couldn't wear it oh wow yeah absolutely and that they could feel kind of a darkness or i guess a malevolence kind of surrounding them but then it would just disappear and then i also now have discovered that there is something that we have to do when we go there we supposedly need to enter a specific ground floor room i don't oh. know which room it is so we'll have to do it in every room right and we have to ask the question who killed his wife in this room
1: oh shit and, and what what's the response? Are we supposed to get like a verbal response, or we'll
0: get an answer? Okay. I don't know what the answer is, but we'll get. Oh God! An
1: what answer. if we imagine us asking that question and then hearing something it, like whisper? Uh, like, I think we were about to shit ourselves.
0: I would be done. Yeah. <laughs> There's also been rumors of a woman kind of screaming in agony. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. If you're hearing a woman screaming in agony, you're kind of hoping it's a ghost.
1: Oh yeah, for, yeah, you don't want to stumble on it on like a real-time event happening. Yeah,
0: exactly. You don't need a modern Hellfire Club going on up there no. or just something else. Supposedly, it's the spirit of a woman who was set on fire Okay. and some sources say she was set on fire and died. Other people have said that she was set on fire, put into a barrel and then rolled down the hill
1: now they're just having a good time
0: bringing it all back around to the start witnesses have also said that there have been several solemn figures standing by the tomb that was disturbed by Mm -hmm. Conley's builders yeah they would be pissed
1: oh there's some legit spirits right there for sure
0: I I can imagine you know you've survived Neolithic Ireland so much so to the point that you've managed to get yourself put into a tomb you know and i know it's not the kind of it's not like a kingly tomb bones were generally like cremated and all that sort of stuff yeah but you know someone loved you enough that they put you in a tomb you know you're looking forward to the afterlife you've been a good pagan done your shit you know you're happy with what you've done in in neolithic ireland which was not an easy place to live no four and a half thousand years later Somebody
1: turns your tomb into a, a a mantelpiece.
0: Yeah, some fucking prick comes up and's like, "Do you know what? I I my fireplace needs a lintel. Uh, you don't need a tomb. You're not. It's it's not like anyone's using it." Yeah, I would be pissed. I would I, I would actually be I I would hunt. I would absolutely hunt. I could I can understand why there's hauntings. Yeah, for sure. That concludes it. It's been used throughout history for like a few other bits. The first Irish rebellion. Some people kind of used it. They like stayed in it and, and stuff like that um mm-hmm. and it's now just kind of this big spot on the hill now that as i said at the start dog walkers used to go out on a sunday morning for, for a walk
1: yeah it sounds like experiences there would either be like full throttle balls to the wall like ghost cat punching all that shit or they would just be there's just nothing there's just dog walkers <laughs>
0: there's... yeah pretty much i i think it also depends when you go Yeah, I think if you're going at like three o'clock in the morning, you're going to have an inherently different experience to going at three o'clock in the afternoon with your dog.
1: Yeah, for sure. So that just means we'll need to we'll need to go in the middle of the night.
0: Unfortunately, I think you're you're right with that. (laughs) We'll definitely go at night. But also, I would be more terrified of groups of teenagers hanging around there than any ghost. That's
1: that's accurate. That would actually be frightening.
0: So, yeah, that's kind of. That's a summary of the, the Hellfire Club up to modern times. All right. What what do you think?
1: I think that yeah, I think it's it's definitely got some spooky potential. But I think that um yeah, I think it'd very much depend on what time you go and, and all that. But uh the, the history behind it's really interesting. Obviously has some some darker bits thrown in, which is always fun.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a creepy place for sure. Yeah. It just looks weird. Yeah. They they knew what they were doing. I don't know if I'm convinced with just how haunted it is.
1: Yeah, I, I, it, it sounds... Uh, I don't know, it's one of those things that it sounds like it should be haunted, but I'm still not totally convinced.
0: Yeah. Oh, that is
1: a creepy building, the picture you just sent.
0: We'll have to go there and check it out. Yeah my feeling is that while there may be evidence of ghosts and paranormal kind of shenanigans I think what was more terrifying going on was the uh, just the actions of the upper classes trying to get away and just get up to some get up to some kinky shit
1: kinky nonsense for sure so I think yeah that's what's scary here is the is is wealthy white men
0: yeah that's the take- behaving badly that's the takeaway from today's yes so on a scale of zero to ten on spookiness yep i'm not convinced i i was thinking four or five how about you
1: yeah i think i'm gonna go with maybe like a four on spooks
0: i'm gonna say five yeah i think five for me just purely because i remember listening to the radio show at the time and being terrified by it yeah so yeah but
1: okay that makes more
0: sense I think yeah. I think a, a four or a five is a, a healthy spook uh, meter for today.
1: Is it? Yeah, yes, a, a respectable spook meter.
0: It's a respectable spooking.
1: Yep. <laughs> exactly.
0: Anyone that wants to go for a walk there, I would highly recommend it.
1: Nice. And again, we'll have to do it at night. No part of our nonsense. All right. So that Hellfire Club done.
0: That's it. Hellfire Club is done.
1: And if anyone listening has any more suggestions, feel free to. Pop those in the comments.
0: I don't want to be sent to some like haunted cat house. Just want to put that out there. I'm not interested in that. Fair enough. We don't want to go to a haunted crackdown.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely not.
0: That that is not how I want to spend my night anywhere. At any time, actually. It doesn't even have to be night. Um, okay, great. I think that is Perfect. It.
1: Thanks for listening, guys.
0: Take it easy.